0: Believe it or not, it's another VO podcast with three guys who are full-time voice actors at different stages of life, career, and location.
1: But they have formed a bond and work together to hold each other accountable and help each other on their VO path.
2: Three guys from different backgrounds working together, helping each other, and sharing with you along the way. Hey, what are we calling it again?
0: It's, it's another, another VO podcast.
2: podcast. Okay, okay, guys.
0: Sorry, I get it. Come on. You're not my dad's. Hey, guys, welcome back to It's Another VO Podcast. Uh, I'm Jake Sanders. I'm here with Alden Schunneberg and Troy Holden. Alden, I probably botched your last name, but that's yeah, cool. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. <laughs> oh, nailed it. Cool.
2: Well, yeah. You screwed we're... mine up, though. What the heck?
0: <laughs> Troy Holden? Is that not it? <laughs> it's Troy Holden, right? You got it, man. Okay, he's, you he's, got it.
2: Whew. He's giving you the jazz.
0: Well, I am a gullible (laughs) person. Just ask my family members. They will tell you.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But anyway, uh, I think today we're going to talk about our why behind why we got into voiceover and what drives us to keep going, uh, along with uh, maybe some things that we picked up from our previous uh, jobs before we got into voiceover and things that help us now that we picked up prior. Uh, What about you, Alden? You got anything to add to that?
1: Well, yeah, I... One of the things that attracted me to voiceover so much was the freedom you could have. You know, mm. obviously you're building your own business. There's a lot involved, but you can set your own schedule. You're yep. not glued to a nine to five necessarily. And if you have to be gone, have to go, you want to go do something with family or you have a concert you want to go see, you can just go see it. Right. You know, just move move your recording schedule around and make it work. And that really attracted to me, um, <clears throat> also because. You know, in last week's podcast, we talk about one of the reasons that we moved and I had to jump full time was because of my father-in-law's health situation. Mm -hmm. So being in voiceover, having my own studio, I could just pop down anywhere. We work remote, you know, so the freedom to live anywhere and be, you know, be with family, be near family and be a part of their help solution, you know. Mm-hmm. When my, fa- my father-in-law has a need, you know, we can, we can go help out. And he's had a few over the last couple of years. Yeah. So. And that's,
0: that's very true. VoiceOver definitely allows you to accommodate all of those things. Um, shoot. I mean, as I, I mean, this isn't like a great thing, but I mean, this allows, you know, VoiceOver having this schedule allows me to go see the first showing of that new Marvel movie that comes out whenever, you know, I'm really into that. So <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take advantage <laughs> right. of that every now and then.
2: What about you, you Troy? Go. What
0: about, uh, what do you got to, for that?
2: It, I do like the uh, the flexibility. Um, I didn't take advantage of it very much my first year full time because I was so worried about not being here if somebody needed something. But I'm learning that people don't mind waiting a few hours. Sure. You know, um, I, I think I had in my mind I had to do it right now. But you don't uh, as long as you get it to them reasonable. And, and they know that. Uh, probably the other thing to me was, and, and I know this sounds terrible, but not having to go through the change that was going on in in the workforces, in the companies. Um, you know, I, I'd been doing automotive since 1994 was when I went into automotive. And it was different then. I mean, you know, here's uh, you going to a company like Nissan and, and the way things were structured and the way they were done. And And, you know, yes, I think it's great that we've got this inclusiveness and we've got all these, I love you, you love me things going on now, Uh, you know, that's okay. But man, was it really hard to manage people these last five to seven years. I'm sure. And, and, uh, I don't miss that. I don't, I always wanted to help people. And, and, uh, I couldn't tell you the number of people that work for me that got, you know, that learned and got groomed to do other things. And now I see them, you know, one guy came in working for me, just doing some, some stuff where we were bringing the orders from the plant. And his job was to make sure that data came in the system correctly. He was in it. And now he's like an it director at Nissan, Mm. you know? So it thrilled me to get to, to help people like that and give them a leg up and get them in the business. But uh, I kind of miss that part, but man, not having to manage people anymore, Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm hard enough to manage. I don't need anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I hear that.
0: Well, that's interesting. You say, you you know, you miss helping people, but I got to say, man, like you've helped me a lot and I know, and I see you out there helping other people too. So maybe it's not like to the same degree uh, that you, yeah. know, you did yeah. back at in automotive, and, but you're still putting yourself out there and willing to help people yeah. with voiceover. And that's really cool of you. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Love doing that. And that's one of the things I love about this. I, I, I think I enjoy that as much. As I do the actual work, because I like to give back and pay it forward and all that. And now I feel like I'm to a point I can, you know, when you're first in it, you're just learning, learning, learning. Then all of a sudden, it's like I talked about over on the other podcast this week, that you don't realize what you know until other people are asking you questions. You're like, yeah, I know how to do that. Yeah, I can do that. So Yeah, it's It's funny.
0: That's funny having that realization too. I mean like cuz you never like you never say to yourself, "Okay, now I can do this." It's it's not until like the need comes for you to help that you realize like right, I can do this. Like that's when right. that's what it turns into. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really cool. I mean like if my wife for instance, I just I I like the freedom thing that definitely adds to it that, that Alden brought up, but man, I really I really want to just be able to like provide a good life for like not only me and my girlfriend, but like, you know, like my mom, for instance. I mean, like I want to I want to I want her to be able to live where she wants to live and then which is closer to me And at the time at the, right now she just, you know, can't. But I, I hope I get to a place. I'm not sure how long it'll take, but I hope I get to a place where I can finally like bring her down closer to me, spend a lot more time with her, because that's something that a lot of people don't think about. It's a time that we have left with everybody, like, you know, the people we love. Right. And with things, you know, clearly being able to go crazy out of nowhere, as we've experienced in the last couple of years, you just never know when that's going to happen. So that's definitely something I'd like to focus on Uh, when I, that's something that I use to focus when I kind of get down about voiceover. It's like, wait, keep the focus first and foremost, and then just keep grinding. Trust the process, it'll happen. There's proof in the pudding that I can do this. And that's, and that's definitely something that drives me to keep pushing forward.
2: Mhm. I yeah. see that's a big part of what you mentioned earlier <clears throat> into the why, why do you do this? Why are you doing it? Why do you keep going? Um that's a big part of it. The the little touch of sadness I have with it is my dad passed in 2016. Mm. And and um he was always my biggest supporter because I always had some hobby going on. I mean horses have always been a hobby. You know, he was always going to the horse shows with me, Um, you know, but I played music for a long time. And every Friday night and Saturday night, wherever I went, he was there, you know, and he would complain about the place. You're going to get cut in here. Somebody's (laughs) going to shoot you in this place, (laughs) you know, but but he would always be there and always support it. And if, you know, if our soundboard blew up on Friday night, you know, Saturday morning, he's like, well, let's go down here to the store and get another one. We got to keep you going, you know, and. But he he never got to see this, and I think he really would have got a kick out of it. Yeah, you know, he really would have got a kick out of it that you know I've got stuff that's played local on TV and radio and stuff, and he could possibly have been you know hearing it. And of course, my mom does, but but with him, you know, you're always wanting you're always wanting dad approval. You know, sure, so, but sure. I hate he didn't get to see it. But you know, that's yeah. part of it.
1: Another thing I look at, and I have five grandchildren. I know, I know, right? How, how I would not have guessed that, to be honest <clears throat> no, with you. No, I, I wouldn't. And they live in it. different states, you know? Oh. So for me to travel, for us to take, take off and go see our grandkids, you know, if I was doing my last job, which was working in a church, well, I only got about four weekends off per year. And let me tell you, Split that up. That's not enough to go see grandkids. Right. Not nearly enough. So. i you got
0: five, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, that freedom and that independence, you know, is real important when you start having right. kids and grandkids spread out
2: all over the United States. And that's the thing across the country since COVID. It's not just with voice actors. People have come to that realization that time and family and, and this, you know, what they want to do is more important than having this house or having this job or whatever and people are really changing their lives. I saw an article that said over the next five years we're even going to see that hugely change again. Mm. how you know how people work, where they work, uh, we're going to see even more at home work and uh, but I'm glad to be able to do this. it's fun.
0: Yeah, and, and that's another thing too. Is uh, I mean, add it to your why. I don't know if if I anyone mean, if if someone makes fun their why, that's fine. But this job is fun. I mean, like how often? Like yeah, you get in a booth to audition so many times a day, and I and I mean, I mean, that so many times. So you get to play so many different characters. Sure, auditions might be similar, but I mean, I'll be in there one minute being like conversational and just doing the, the da 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 thing, but then they want like some kind of spooky character. You know what I mean? Like hey, like you're mm-hmm. telling a story around the campfire, so you get to jump in here and just you know, be something that you don't normally get to be. And that is fun. And, yep. and, you know, they say like, we, if you do what you love, you never, you know, work a day in your life. I mean, <laughs> right. that's kind of true to extent, you can get a little tired of it every now and then. But I mean, like, how often do you come home, get off work, make like, man, I had fun at my job today. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's people out there. But I mean, this is definitely one of those jobs. And to be able to make money doing it is really, I don't know, kind of like a blessing, you know what I mean? Like it's it's really, I'm really grateful for that opportunity and that I've right. found where I feel like I can be creative. So that's definitely something to take in consideration about
1: this. Yeah, job. and another thing we, the three of us, do have in common. I mean, we have we're coming at this from different angles, right? Mm-hmm. But one thing that I noticed last week we all have in common is we're performers. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you both are musicians as well. Yeah. You know, So <clears throat> there's something gratifying being a performer. Sending out this piece you've created, whether it's a piece of music or a voiceover, some, that you've crafted, and then getting feedback from that, like, "Wow, that turned out so great! Wow, you're really good at this." <clears throat> Performers live off feedback. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. I mean, as much as like
0: you, you don't want to, you don't want to ask people. I mean, like at least for me, anyway, I'm always like, "So, what did you think?" You yeah, know what I, know, I mean? Right. But at the same <laughs> turn, it's also hard for me to believe everybody that says, you know, like especially you know the you know if if they don't have anything to give me like crit- criticism wise, like you know just crit- hey change even if it's something small, but it's just like oh it was great I really liked it. I'm always walking away from a situation going, did you though?
1: You know, like so <laughs> right? Yeah, that's how I am about that. Well, and, that, and even even if we don't get that feedback, we know how we felt creating it. hmm. Right. And we know what we took into it, right? And we and we're proud of oftentimes the end result.
2: <clears throat> yeah, if you connect to something, you know it. Yeah, you know, oh yeah, you just know it. Uh, off the subject, you guys, uh, you guys use chapstick, lips, lip, what a bomb, whatever. Yeah, if Everybody I asks. do, it's
0: petroleum jelly.
2: It. It amazes me that, you know, I, I should have discovered this a long time ago. Of course, I knew it's been around, but um, I never <laughs> well, did I mean. have it in the booth or anything. And these longer form things that I was doing, I was noticing uh, things were not coming out like they should. My mouth would get either drier and I would hydrate it to the point I couldn't drink anymore. <laughs> I felt like I was sitting here <laughs> sloshing around. And I started with these uh, and just... It just amazed me where it also eliminated some mouth noise.
0: Yeah. That was yeah, one of the things so. I saw about mouth noise is that like, uh, you know, try not to do too much caffeine, um, mm-hmm. you know, make sure, Like, I guess it was like for every cup of caffeine you have, like, make sure you have like two cups of water. I don't know what that whole thing is, but then, yeah, the importance break, of brushing your teeth and using chapstick definitely help eliminate noise sounds. But yeah. I mean, mouth sound, noise sounds. Yes. Noise sounds. Uh, mouth <laughs> sounds. I, I break
2: all the rules. I break them all. I've got, you know. this this big giant insulated cup. And I've got one that's about three inches taller and it's the coffee cup and it'll hold three regular cups of coffee. I, I fill that up first thing in the morning and put a pretty decent amount of creamer in there, which is another no, no, you shouldn't have the dairy products, but, uh, I just, you know, I heard. I think it was Dan Friedman talking about it. He said, "Why should you cut out all your life's wonderful habits just because you're a voice actor? <laughs> yeah. Use your use your software and edit the stuff out, or set yeah, it up where yeah, it sure. takes it out." And really, thank you, RX10, because I don't have to worry about coffee and coffee creamer. I just have my <laughs> way with it. This message has been sponsored by RX10. And and then yes. to make it worse, this is. Um, this is tea bag tea, and they make one called Southern Sweet Tea, and it has Splenda in it instead of sugar.
1: Mm. And you
2: boil the tea bag, and the tea's already sweet and it's full of caffeine. And I drink the heck out of that all day. I'll probably drink a gallon of that tea a day. Dang. All okay. no no's, all the no no's. So, you know.
0: And Troy's uh, advice book will be coming out next week. Make sure you tune in. How
2: to not That's do right. voiceover. Right. That's right.
0: Well, let's get back on topic real quick. I think one of the things we wanted to talk about, too, was things that we took from our previous jobs before getting into voiceover and applying it to uh, voiceover. Uh, Alden, you said you worked at a church, so I'm sure you have yeah. very similar things that you do. But what's, Yeah, what's he prays, that... he
2: gets every job. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, right. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Sometimes
1: to... the Lord answers. Sometimes he says, not yet. Yeah, <laughs> What's no, I you worked took as a, I was job? a church musician, okay, uh, directing choirs, leading praise teams, and leading Sunday mornings congregational singing, and uh, did that for 27 years. And my mm-hmm. training, my my degree is in music. I have a bachelor in church music. That's cool. And so doing that for so long, I know the equipment. I know how to mix sound. I have a good ear uh, for these kinds of things. So. I also think I'm pretty skilled at picking good background music, you know, to match a spot whenever people hire me to do that as well. Yeah. And so I brought all that in. I know how to use a microphone. That's not none of that's new to me. I'm used to hearing my own voice and recording. That's I've done that for years and years. Yeah. You know, and and some of that is very intimidating for somebody just getting into voiceover. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, I don't like the sound of my own voice. Well, you're gonna get used you're to gonna, it. You're homie. gonna have to get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody else's voice you're gonna use, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I brought a lot of that in. Um, also, um, some of the softer skills. You know, when you work with in a church, you work with volunteers almost completely. Volunteers. Mm-hmm. So you're not making anybody do anything. Mm. You have you invite them to be a part of the project that's going on. Whether you're planning, you know, a big concert or uh, something you know, outreach wise with music, involving musicians and singers to be a part of that, you know, you you have to be coordinated, you have to have a plan. And then they buy in. They believe in you that you can get the job done. You know, mm-hmm. and working in in that field, I knew that good musician good musicianship attracted good musicians. Right. You know, so good voiceover demos. Attract good clients. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: True. And that's a dream. True. Oh, yeah. What about, what about you, Troy? <laughs> um, I, I think maybe the thing I, that I use the most is probably time management.
1: Hmm.
2: Um, Interesting. Which was always a big thing for me because I was, you know, I was always scheduling uh, stuff logistically, whether it was worldwide or something in town. Um, and, and being able to balance that stuff. And the other thing was the, the what they taught at the tier level of automotive manufacturing was everything should be a robust, repeatable process. Mm. So, and when you're building these cars, you do it the exact same way every car. You, you know, if your job was to put in the steering column, your left hand was always in a certain spot and you put it in, you, you know, you put it up, you got so many bolts in your hand, you shot them in a certain order, everything was, and you did it every time to ensure quality. And I, I really apply that to voiceover when I'm editing a lot in yeah. that I want it to be efficient, but it has to be quality, you know? So I look at all those kind of things and I try to repeat the same process for everything. Sure. I don't try to reset my EQ. I don't try to reset mm-hmm. my stuff. It's the same very basic process for everything, and that way I put out the same quality product every time across so the that's, board. That's kind of where mine comes from.
0: Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, as for me, my like I said last week, my my last job was uh, um, uh, I was an account manager at a private jet company for eight years, and um, I worked in the um, obviously the customer account management department. But one of the things they stressed, at least when I first started working there, was that. You know, we know our accounts. Like, once you have your accounts, like, you start to know them. I mean, like, we would know about their families. We would know, like, you know, their food preferences and stuff like that. I knew, I, I never really got super close to any of my clients, but I knew them pretty well. But I, I mean, I knew some account managers who their clients would just call them to talk. You know, I can't get too into detail because of just, you know, their top 1% kind of stuff, but there would be people who produce certain content that would call my coworkers and be like, Hey, what'd you think of last night's, you know, episode? Uh, you know, it would be on TV or whatever. So like that. And they would literally sit there for 30 minutes and, and give their opinion on, or their play by play on what they thought of that episode. So that was always very interesting to see that. Um, so it, it's funny that I'm able to still apply that now to my voiceover clients, like apply that, you know, try to, You know, we're having a human to human connection, you know, interaction. Mm -hmm. So instead of, you know, treating these, you know, my clients like just that, a client, I try to establish that connection to hopefully build, you know, keep one, keep me top of mind in their mind. I like working with that guy who's, you know, pretty personable, who likes, you know, he likes to, you know, maybe have a quick talk, you know, outside of the fact that we're just doing a job together, kind of thing. And so far, that's kind of been that's been pretty cool. Like I've, had, I mean, I'm still just now kind of starting off with my marketing thing in the last six months. But the people I have connected with, I'm, you know, I'm getting there with that that personal side of things. Um, and another thing I like that Alden said last week was about, you know, when people. When we get that new client, we need to treat them like they're walking into our business, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and my first, pretty much my first job as a teenager was a host at a restaurant. And I was, you know, I was the first person they saw when they came in. So it was always like, I worked at a place called Mimi's Cafe. And so people would walk in and I'd be, hey, welcome to Mimi's. How's it going today? And I, for some reason, I always ended up trying to make them laugh if I could, you know. And so <laughs> okay. uh, one of the things that I did on the on Sundays when it was busy, Is I got to call people out when the waiting list got full and call them to their table, and this was like the first time I ever thought about doing voiceover. But my boss came to me. uh, My my boss heard me doing this one time, but you know it'd be like Smith party of three. So I'd get on the little intercom thing and I'd be like, Smith party of three, your table's now available. Smith party of three, like just be like very like (laughs) precise with it. And he came up to me and was like. You should uh, work for an airline and just sit there and announce people, like announce things all the time. And I was like, ah, oh, that'd be funny. But I, you know, the more I thought about that, the more I was like, maybe I could get into voiceover. And then it kind of just went from there. But anyway, applying things from your previous, like you never know what's going to come in handy from your previous jobs, period. Yeah. Whether it is yeah. in your next job or whether it's just out in life. <clears throat> yeah. And I think it's really important that you always be appreciative of what, of where you came from and what you took and what you were able to take away
2: from it, you know? Right. Right, I, I look at that too. Back when I was in those industries, um, I started out. I was a line technician. I was a guy, you know, shooting the steering column, putting it in the car, mm-hmm. uh, putting the jump seat in the in the truck, and shooting it down. And I did that for about a year, and um, then I started applying for what they called area manager jobs. And as I moved up in management through automotive. I never forgot being that guy on the line that, that had to put the stuff in. I, I rem- always remembered what it felt like. I always remembered some nights I didn't want to come to work. I mm-hmm. remembered how bad my body hurt when I first started working there, how my arms and my back, I could barely get out to the car the next morning. Ugh. I remember going to the restroom at break and changing shirts. I was wringing wet, mm-hmm. you know, because I was not used to that work yet. And, you know, I could see other people doing it and I thought, man, they're just having a party. They're sitting in the car going along and doing their thing and they get out and go the next one and they're not stressed at all. But I was pretty darn stressed for a while. It took a while, but I never <clears throat> forgot all that. And I think, you know, that's that's part of it. You, you're you better at what you do at different levels if you never forget where you came from. It makes a big difference.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the skills you've gained over time on, on many jobs and become a part of who you are. Mm hmm your, your experience. Yeah. And those offerings come into your voice work too. Yeah. Sure. You know, sure. I, I think I'm attracted to a lot of e-learning a lot because I did a lot of teaching when I was working in the church, you oh, know, whereas teaching yeah. in, in a choir practice situation, teaching people how to sing better, how to make this sound, you know, really crafted well and, uh, <clears throat> techniques, not, always teaching, you know, so I, I, I feel like I bring that in that style that I developed over those many years of leading many 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 choir practices, and I bring that into my e-learning. <clears throat> makes sense.
0: Absolutely make makes sense. sense. And I yep. definitely see that for you too. I mean, like just just from conversations we've had outside of the podcasting. You know, you're very you're very present, and I think that's definitely important when you're teaching,
2: yeah. whether it's your oh, voice sure.
0: or whether it, I think it's my dog barking if that's what
2: you're listening for. I yeah, I was listening because mine have been barking at the AC guys all day, but they're gone.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, my dog's probably barking at nothing. So, uh, yeah. that's, that's always fun. Especially I've not yet happened while I've been in a, a session with somebody, but yeah, rest assured I will give that dog a stern talking to. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you guys Hold have on. any last thoughts before we decide to close this episode out? I mean, like I, I know we kind of touched on why at the beginning, but give me, give me, give me some, a reason why it's important to have a why.
1: Well, I think it's two, two things and mm-hmm. I'll give you the why. You have to keep your eyes fixed on the goal Mm -hmm. because this can be a very discouraging. Building any business can get you discouraged when things don't go your way or things don't go the way you thought they were going to go. But in when you're the only one, it's it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. It means everything is up to you. The bad is everything's up to you. You know, so if you slough off and don't get it done, that's your fault. But if you're doing the right things, trust the process, as you said earlier, Mm -hmm. but also keep the why in mind. Why am I doing this? Because if you keep the why in mind, then you're going to reach those goals at some point because consistency is the key. And remembering your why helps you remain consistent and do the things you have to get done. Absolutely. Also, I will because we also talked and I think this is good. This is why they're paired together. We talked about the skills we bring in from our previous life experiences. Remind yourself that you do have what it takes. Right? Yes. Right. Because Absolutely. when you get right. discouraged, the first thing that comes to mind, I suck. I can't. I just <laughs> can't do this. Yeah. But you can. But you can. And everything you bring in to this voiceover career is what it takes to be the unique you that you can offer to clients. So Good you have problems. the why. And the how. Man,
0: Alden, you're uh, excellent points. Excellent points, man. Yeah, no wonder you're good at (laughs) 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 e-learning.
2: Troy, what about you, man? I try to look at it as I want to have a positive why for every negative why. Mm -hmm. You know, why didn't I get that audition? well, you know, throw a positive why at it. Well, you know, because of my voice was not suited for that. Don't worry about it because, you know, their their what and their why, what they were looking for just wasn't a fit that day. And I always just try to have, I try to offset everything with the positive. Mm. You know, I, I feel like some, some weeks I'm like, my gosh, it's like, I've got some regular clients that have come back this week. Thank goodness. But the new stuff. And I'm always questioning, why am I not getting more new stuff? Who have you reached out to, to get the new stuff? What did you do about it? And you know, the the principle of the, I think it's the four W's or the five W's, you got to work through all of those when you start questioning, why am I still doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and why is it not growing? And why is it not happening for me? And then start asking, <laughs> what did you do? to make it better this week and answer to yourself and make yourself answer to it. So I I think that's Mm -hmm. a lot of it. It's just always have an offset and don't just, just don't let the rejection stuff drag you completely down because that's the name of this game. Yeah. Oh, I saw, what did I see yesterday? Average person books after they've been in this a while, one out of 50 auditions, you know, that's average new people, one out of a hundred. Um, you know, people that are very seasoned and know how to choose their auditions, they'll book one in 10 or one in 20. Yeah. And that's, that's amazing. You but know, it takes a while to get there, like you but said. Re- but remember, <clears throat> that's one yes and 19 no's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. You yeah. Know? Man, I really like both.
0: I really like both of what you guys had to bring to that. Um, yeah, I, I, just to kind of touch back on both those things, yeah, I think it is very important to have your why because you focus on why you're doing it and that gives you motivation, you know? I mean, like going back to my why about wanting to do things for my mom, I mean, like that's my motivation sometimes. I'll get down on myself, but it's like, but look, if you can pull this off, if you keep trusting the process, we trust the grind, then you can pull that off for her. And then, mm-hmm. you know, that's at least for me anyway that's, that's why I think a why is important as well for the motivation to keep your focus there. I mean, there's so many ways you can take it as we've all just kind of proved, you know, we can, we can, so many, so many ways you can take that and use that to just better yourself in general. Maybe not just with your business, but just yourself in general, have a why
2: and stick to it. Yeah. yeah. Be good to people, pay it forward. Yeah. You know, invest, invest, invest in yourself. Uh, believe that's in yourself. One thing that, yeah, definitely believe in yourself, but always invest in yourself because there's always something else somebody can show you, mm-hmm. you know, or oh, teach yeah, yeah, yeah. you. And uh, <coughs> one thing I tell people a lot of times in these business consults that I do occasionally is that there's, you know, we may have talked about it last time. There's so many paths from A to Z. And, you know, and this is like when a script comes in, there's so many ways you could break that down and this coach will give you that method and this one gives you that method. You'll find your own way and keep investing in yourself until you find all of that and all this becomes second nature. For me, it's still work. You yeah. know, I, I see so many people that when they're teaching me, they can so quickly go, but don't you see this? Look right here. Here's where Here's where it does it. And I'm like going... Uh, (laughs) and it takes a minute, you know, sometimes it takes a minute because that's, you know, my background was shipping car parts all over the world. You know, that was what I did. But, uh, and and even being a musician, being creative, I still find it hard sometimes. So I want to keep investing in whatever it takes to be better at it. And, uh, so that's part of my why is I want to be as good as, I don't want to be them, but I want to be I want to be able to do what they do, without thinking. It just snap. It comes right. And knock it out. And that's one of the goals I've got. So
1: yeah. And every investment you make in yourself makes your makes you more valuable to your clients. Right? Oh, to yeah. add value to your clients
2: for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, good oh, stuff
1: yeah.
0: indeed, man. Thanks thanks again, guys, for uh, meeting again today to talk about this stuff and for you guys tuning in and listening. We really appreciate you guys, uh, man. We hope you enjoy. And again, don't hesitate to send us questions. I believe the email is anothervo podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys and see what you guys would like to add to the conversation, want to hear yeah. us talk about, or just tell weigh us your in why. On. Yes, exactly. Tell us, yeah, your, tell why. us your why. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Tell us your why
2: at another podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, <laughs> like why did Jake leave his dog out?
0: Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, maybe we'll get the answer uh, in the next episode of It's Another VO Podcast. Thanks again for joining in, guys, and we will see you next time. Thanks see a lot. See ya. We hope you enjoyed this episode of It's Another VO Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also email us your questions to anothervopodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at anothervopodcast. See you next time.